and good afternoon. It is Wednesday, the 23rd of December, 2020. It's good to be back with you, my friends. It is your boy, T-Mac, a.k.a. Big Papa Plump. I was recently gifted the name of Snackshin Bronson, which I am uh, borderline obsessed with. And this is another episode of the Feeble Minds Podcast. Things have been crazy, and uh, I have been as busy as busy can be. I know it's been the frequently used thing, you know, 2020, but it sure was indeed a year. So uh, we'll try not to be, you know, too cool for school and ignore how, uh, how crazy and how different this year was. But it's all right. I've been spending my year writing, trying to get to know myself a little better. Being home has been interesting. Sadly, a few friends of mine did get COVID, so I took this thing a little serious. But yeah, it's it's been good getting to know myself a little more, being home, being a little more grounded, and trying to get more done. Obviously, not being able to go on stage has been a killer because I had big plans. And by killer, I mean not good. Nothing other kind of good. Because I had some plans for this year, and those got thrown to the side for now. But that's okay. Because I'm putting one foot in front of the other. If you're like me, you have to avoid the old depression monster. Which is a whole nother thing, especially being here in the Northeast where it's cold and snowy. It's tough to get pumped up in the morning, but you know what we do? We write down our goals, write down what we're grateful for, and uh, we get we get down to business. Uh, you feed the pets, you take your shower. You gotta do what you gotta do, my friends. But I have been writing quite a few jokes down, and... I should probably, before I move any further and forget, shout out JD, shout out Meta World Thief, the Feeble Minds Podcast, Feeble Minds Podcast. I, I co-host that show so much, I think I, I use my name for it. I interchange them. It is not the Feeble Minds Podcast. It is the Flapping Gums Podcast. I have been using Twitch a lot more. So shout out to Baby Mates on Twitch, my lovely wife, Emily. And she got me into it, and I wasn't quite sure what to make of it at first. And some people helped her, like, get hers up and running and get affiliated with Twitch and the whole thing. So shout out to those dudes. But yeah, I didn't get it, and I clicked on you know, a couple people's link to actually, like, dig into using it. Like, I had been on there superficially and, you know, chatting and, and trying to get used to it. But I'm not one for, like, an early adopter. I'm just not. I do want the new Xbox or the PS5 just to play Cyberpunk. I will not lie about that. I want to be an early adopter of that, uh, if you would even call it that. But I guess you can't find them out there right now. Still looking at what the differences are, and it seems like I'm going to continue to be an Xbox fanboy. Even though I've crossed over, I have owned multiple systems. So if you have something to say on that you feel strongly about, get with me. But yeah, I looked over some very uh, superficial. I'll use that word again. Word of the day, superficial. Anyways, so I was on Twitch, made some friends. And really found out it's a community. And I did not know that. I, and by that I mean like a tight-knit, like safe community. Like you go on there every day while you're working. Or like this is kind of my pitch of it now and how I kind of function. You know, you got to work. You got to do whatever. For me, I have like Gary Vee on in the background or something motivational or Steve Harvey while I'm working. I'm trying to set up podcasts. Uh, trying to do my day job. My slave job. Uh, not my slave, but you know what I mean. Uh, the the job that uh, my government gig, we'll call it that. 
and you have it on in the background and people are chatting, people are talking. And I guess I didn't realize that element to it. I thought it was watching other people play video games, but it is certainly a lot more than that. So go check out Babymates, you will see me in chat. And I, I think it's also interesting just to hop on there as me, as my you know, person, as my persona, whatever I am. I've always struggled with that, which is sort of why I've changed up my social media and where to find me, because I don't I've always been afraid of telling the people that I love. I love you, but also, like, screw you, you know? And you have to, because if you hold, you give them power if you blame them for things. So I find a lot of what I think is blaming my parents for something or blaming, you know, whoever in my family for something of a trait of mine or for how something went when I was younger. I'm really just upset that I didn't have the opportunities that I see now in myself. The things that I'm doing now, if I could have been doing back then, if, if you had somebody who took you by the hand and said, hey, you're really good at this or that. So it's not so much anger. It's really misplaced aggression. You can't give other people that power. So there's a lot to forgiveness, as we well know. But that's been my struggle with comedy. I don't really want people in my family to see some of the things that I say because that you can't have that conversation in my family. I don't know if you're from one of those families, but you can't have those conversations in my family. You know, there's no, uh, you know, you get your voice across and you've done damage for years, you know, just in a simple conversation. That's always the way it's been. But anyways, enough of that depressing and, and boring stuff. My point is, that's why I've been, I've been T-Mac, I've been T-J-Mac, I've never really been, um, you know, Tyler on stage. And I guess I've sort of explored, like, personas a little bit for open mics. But I just thought I'd get on Twitch, bring it back around, and, you know, be T-Mac comedy. Be T-Mac and kind of spread that out there and just see how it goes. You know, Johnny Appleseed it a little bit. And I was really impressed was the point of that whole story with how much I enjoyed the Twitch community. So thank you for taking me in and making me one of your own. A lot of cool people on there. And not everybody, I guess, gets to get out and talk to people. And these are communities in which all different types of people are welcome. And they're safe. And I think that's an important thing. I, guys, can I be real with you for a second? And this is hard to say and admit, but I'm, I'm going to be open and honest. And it is 1.10 p.m. and I'm on lunch from work. <laughs> So I am not uh, intoxicated. I'm not drunkenly telling you this. I'm telling you this from, from you know, a non-lucent state, right? But something that I wanted to talk about. I guess I never really understood that I was socially awkward. Y'all understand, like, you can, you can even go back in previous episodes where I've kind of put the blame on other people and I think that it may have been the truth. And that sucks. It really sucks. Uh, I just didn't see it before, and now I see it, and it makes me go, oh. Like, imagine really not realizing it. Like, I've succeeded somewhat, like, in sales. Pretty good at that. Pretty good at talking to people. I'd knock on people's doors as a kid and sell them flowers you know, sell them rocks, sell them paintings, you know, like, I've never struggled with being social. 
But I guess I never realized that I could be painfully awkward and think that, like, oh, I'm killing it. Like, I'm, like, oh, this is, you know, like, I'm supposed, whatever, whatever it is. So I've realized I may need a voice. <laughs> I have so many ideas in my brain and so many things that I'm working on that are happening, which is great. And I'm checking them off and making active goals. And, you know, you make the progression. All right, I'm going to get back on stage. And then I'm going to, you know, do whatever. 10 stand-up. You know, open mic gigs in a month or whatever it is. <clears throat> you move forward is the point. So I know I'm making that momentum. But it may be time to actually assess whether or not I'm funny as a comedian. Or whether or not I, to be down and gritty with you, I know I have the ability to be fearlessly, uh, to be uh, fearless, socially, I have the ability to put things together. Like I've heard from my friends and people that I'm close to. It's like, oh, my grandmother loves me. My grandmother thinks I'm handsome. No, um, that I, I kind of, um, politics might be something I'd be good at or like a preacher or, so sales is kind of what I've stuck to and helping other people get it and get the metrics of it and really get into the nitty gritty. And again, I've talked about it on this podcast, so I won't revisit it, but there's just so much to it. You know, how many no's to a yes. Uh, you're, you know, mirror matching people emotionally, even if you're on the phone, you know, their voice to your voice. Uh, all those things are really important. But I, I guess there is just this part of me where if I go into a meeting, I'm just me and I can be painfully... Somebody said to me that it was like listening to a movie. That's how painfully awkward I was in a situation. And I had no idea. So I guess apologies are due. I guess I'll have to make some of those calls and go, yo, I guess you were right. Uh, I just, I don't understand it. Again, I'm learning like everybody else. But how you can be so strong socially in some circumstances and so uh, socially awkward in others. So I've never meant to do that. And that makes a lot of sense. But now I do wonder whether or not that's just who I am and uh, I'm going to have to live with it. Or, again, whether I'm maybe not the best voice and I'm more of a writer or I'm more of the middleman and the person that, you know, uh, like I said, puts people together, sees somebody who has a need and puts them with another person who has what they need. You know, you put them together, you intro. I've always been very, very good at that and the overall but I guess pitching myself in a meeting, I never realized how awkward I was. So it's not that I haven't even been told it. I just never registered it until recently. So uh, that sent me into uh, not a spiral. No, there's no spirals. It's just it sent me into like a realization. And at that time, I wasn't intoxicated. And uh, I think I thought Wendy sold beer. Uh, you know, you just you go down a path. You wake up in a closed Wendy's. You know how it goes. Um, it's a long story. But anyways, those realizations are important. It's also really important to get your stuff together in your <laughs> 30s. But tiny little habits. We pat ourselves on the back. And we say, good job, because you did the best that you could yesterday. And you just got to be a little better today. But I have, I think at times in my life, shot the messenger when it comes to me being slightly awkward. And... I really never gave it much thought. And I think that they were right. So, excuse me for the noise. So I have to figure that out within myself. But that's what I've been up to. 
I hope all of you are enjoying your December. Those of you who are celebrating, I hope you're having holidays, Merry Christmas, you know, all that fun stuff. My niece is getting very big. I've gotten a lot of videos and pictures, so that's been exciting. And yeah, uh, no matter who you're married to, you know, being with them 24-7 uh, certainly challenges things, right? And I feel like, um, my, you know, I passed flying tests with Emily, with my girl, because I never really get sick of her. So that's good, because I get sick of a lot of people, I think. I also think I'm kind of ornery. I say I am these things, but it's just a trait that I have. I'm not them. It's just a trait that I possess. So, for some of you, you're listening to this, and you're like, yes, we've seen you on stage, or we've met you, or we're friends with you, and we know that about you. But I didn't know that about me. In my defense, going back to this, I got married at a young age. I got married to somebody that I thought was way better than anybody I should have been with, you know, self-esteem issues, whatever. And then I, I succeeded a little in, in life and in sales, and not to brag, but, you know, inside sales rep of the year, you know, enough success to where I was the person in my family who made over $50,000, you know, I'm like 25, 26, it's not a lot of money, but nobody in my family had ever made that much money before. My dad works at Walmart, my mom was a bus driver, you know, worked at CVS, worked at the video store. My uncle is a janitor, maybe he makes decent money, you know, because he's always at car. Like, I don't know. My, my grandfather was a machinist, you know, like, uh, it's just not, um, it's not something that was an indicator to me that like, oh, there's something that I need to address. And I guess that's something you need to address. I guess there's always something you need to address when it comes to yourself. So maybe this is just this bridge that I have to cross and face. But yeah, when you see small pieces of success, like I've always had a decent dating life. I've you know, always had decent amount of friends, except when I ate grass as a very young kid, um, which is true. But, you know, been able to keep some lifelong friendships and have some great memories and, you know, go to some cool places and see some cool things. So how you reconcile that when people are like, well, you're strange or you're odd or you're whatever. It's like, I, how do I reconcile all that? Like, okay. So it makes you realize the people who love you and the people who care about you are very loving, <laughs> kind, and patient people. But hey, I, I don't know how that impacts other pieces of my life. Because, I've often said, I have a lot of experiences with people who are also from that frame of mind that maybe people don't talk to or they don't know that they are, whatever it is, right? Like, I'm kind of a magnet to those people and they're a magnet to me. So I've heard so many cool stories. You know, I was in a nursing home. Uh, one of my friend's grandmothers was uh, dying, sadly. And, you know, it was winter and there was foot of snow outside. It was one of those New England winters. And a storm had just rolled in. And we knew, like, we were going to be here for the night. That type of thing. And we had already been there for a few days. So, I decided to go take a nap. And uh, there's this little room. This is a side kind of funny story. And I had, like, a Christmas tree. And, you know, there was some stuff lit up or whatever. And I'm sleeping on this couch. And I, I wake up, <laughs> I probably wasn't even asleep for like 40 minutes, an hour, you know, my no sleep, killing coffee. And uh, I woke up to a lady with like a cane that was kind of touching my leg, you know, and she was like, is he alive? And there were a couple other people with her. And I was just like, what in the world? But uh, it was funny, you know, but 
one of the guys there I ended up talking to, and he was on the New York Yankees when they won the World Series, whatever year, how long ago it was, and he showed me some pictures that he had uh, from the days when he played baseball. He was one of those people that nobody there really wanted to talk to. So that was the first person that I gravitated to because he was one of those talk your ear off or whatever. So I've always felt like uh, I learn a lot from people. And I have a lot of, you know, odd friends or whatever. So I guess I just never put it together. But now it makes sense. But a lot of people that, yeah, I, I'm with or I'm friends with or I talk to or I keep in touch with now, I can see that. We're all a little oddball. And I guess that's okay. Uh, it's just, again, the bridge that I have to come to in my professional and personal life and say, hey, this is like a real actual thing. And I don't know why it hit me this way this time. But, you know, sometimes... The truth shall set you free. Anyways, we have a vaccine coming, I guess. And hopefully things will be getting back to some sort of normal. Let's not forget all the complaining again we were doing right before COVID hit. And let's try to enjoy this next time. Try to enjoy just our times together. You know, not when we're going to leave a concert or, you know, leave a bar, you know, whatever. You know, it's not so much you grow old and not going to get to do those things anymore kind of like we thought, you know, that's the thought process, like, you're young, you're whatever, or even, you know, you're alive, you know, whatever, but it's more of that whole thing could be taken away, and taken away very quickly, and out of nowhere, so let's try to make 2021 a year of being grateful, we'll work on that, I know that next year, I am looking forward to doing new concerts again, and I am interested to see if there's this giant push of people who start going to, or not start going to, but I wonder if, like, every show will be sold out. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. If you have a voice, if you're a comic, like, now's the time to book shows when the vaccine hits, because people will be paying to see anything just to be out. I think I may fall into that. Seeing live wrestling? Ooh. Beyond Wrestling, Worcester, Massachusetts, White Eagle Hall, they throw on some dope shows. I cannot wait to go hit that up. And podcast more with all my friends. This year has really been an increase for me professionally because I've been able to have silos that I'm working in. And this silo is podcast, but now I'm like kind of getting hooked up with, with Metal World Network and kind of making some friends over on that side and uh, getting to know people who you know work on Twitch or do whatever, right? Uh, but it's just a world that I never really knew existed. And as soon as I jumped in with my podcast and started offering myself to do other podcasts, speaking of, I'm on a podcast coming up in March. That's how busy they were. So podcasts are popular. I had to actually calendar myself for March, but I will shout that podcast out as it gets closer and closer. But, you know, trying to get on and actually put myself out there and be guests and, you know, move from just being a local name or whatever, you know, being a novelty for, you know, friends or whatever, come out to open mics, which I absolutely love. It, it It's not quite your Wendy's, uh, excuse me, your Wendy's, your Chili's, you know, open mic uh, comedy sessions. Uh, now that you're home, every single little thing goes online. So this has been a nice thing for me to meet up with all these people since I put myself out there that have welcomed me on their podcast and I've been able to connect and network with them. So we'll see what the future holds. I have this idea of a conglomerate. And it's just crazy, but I can't get it out of my head of how... It seems like companies are aware that what you do for others 
is the new money thing, right? Like, uh, I wish I could remember the name for it. Um, and I know you all are yelling at your radios or your phones right now as you lay in bed, super specific. John. I just figured out the name John. That would be cool. Uh, you'd be freaked out for like half a second. Half a second. Um, anyways, I have no idea what I was talking about. This is why I need a guest host for this show. But I do not have one currently. But uh, I'll probably remember what I was talking about right before this. The word for the thing I can't remember. It's not anthropology. Right? You all know what I mean. Let's call it anthropology. They're very into reptiles. No, but they see that the future is how you're helping people. And I think people are, or rather companies, are putting their money where their mouth is because that is the future. People are going on Glassdoor. They're seeing how employees are treated. WWE, you know, whoever is putting on TV constantly all the work they do with the Make-A-Wish. And, uh, you know, all these great foundations are getting a lot of love. But you almost see it on every commercial now because people realize how you treat others is the future. A lot of people right now that are younger aren't hitting the workforce because they're realizing money is made online. So why go work for this big company when I could go on YouTube? I could go on Twitch. I could go on Twitch. I could do a lot of things to make money and not have to work from that big conglomerate, right? So now they're trying to socialize themselves to being a helpful member of society, which they have not always been. But why are we not uh, conglomerating together people that are dependable, that have different skills, and creating networks? So that's been my, my dream. So getting involved in, in Meta World Network was a nice step. And I really believe in that. You know, let's bring our friends closer together. Let's share what we're good at. Let's share, you know, you have something I need. I have a cousin who went to live in, a, had a baby and went to live in a homestead in Oregon. And that was an interesting idea because the general thought for me on face masks and stuff is like, uh, when you sign up for a society at birth, you know, they give you a social security number, you go through the whole thing. Uh, you're a part of our society, right? So she was like, nah, I'm gonna have this kid and I'm not gonna be part of society. So I think they ended up integrating and moving back, but it's an interesting thought process. That's not what I'm trying to describe but just a place where you need something, I have something. Uh, if somebody in the network needs something, they put it out there. But that doesn't exist today for, like, Death Squad for comedy, right? But that doesn't, this doesn't encompass, this would encompass, like, Twitch and Twitter and all these social social aspects. So you have a friend who wants to get affiliated with Twitch. Oh, well, I have a network of 100 people that I could get to jump on your Twitch stream right now. Is that really doing a lot? For those people, not really. It's just knowing those people. It's just knowing uh, the people making a network and making one group chat and one ability. You know, somebody needs marketing and design. Well, I can do that. You know, this is rule that you always get paid, right? But you should be paid inside this network. Somebody from the network can take care of that money if you don't have that money. And then you may need something when somebody else needs it. So this may be totally a silly idea, but that's where my head's been since I've been at home, and even if it is, uh, that's okay. But I have been expanding my network and doing what I think will lead me to a prosperous and happy future. And I hope you do as well. I also hope you guys are reading. Reading books are rad. I don't know if you've read in a long time, but you should get back to it. Find a book. I'm going through Narnia again right now. I've also begun, that's another thing I've been doing during quarantine, trying to go back and watch all these movies that I just never saw or missed. So I'm on a major movie binge, and I am rating them on this site. 
they don't sponsor us, so no need to shout them out. But we are sponsored by a sponsor that I need to actually uh, go ahead and record it for, so I won't tell you who it is, a.k.a. Anchor. It's Anchor. It's the greatest place to record podcasts, a place I'm doing this right now. Place I'm recording this uh, right now from this studio will be to you in a variety of different ways. Apple Podcasts, uh, really any medium you can think of. And that is all because of Anchor. Fantastic app, really easy. They get you out there in Stitcher, all those different platforms. And all you have to do is record, save, throw a little interludes in, you get your music, whatever you're vibing. But anyways, I got to record that as an actual sponsor, but they are a sponsor of this this podcast. So that's funny that I have a sponsor. I thought it would be funny to make up sponsors that I had. I never got around to doing that, but then I got a real sponsor accidentally. But that's okay, because Anchor was probably like, hey, he's on here, he's chill, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Um, but anyways, yeah, there's a website that uh, does not sponsor us that uh, I will not name. And that story, I don't, I don't even know where I was going with that. I do. I just happen to forget again. I remember the first thing that I forgot about, but not that second one. But that's okay. But this is why I need a co-host. So submit uh, any applications you'd like for this, and that would be great. But I know I was talking about a website. So anyways, that's what I've been up to. Uh, If it was that important, I'm sure I'll pick up on the next podcast that I do. But for real, if you want to be my guest host, you could probably hit me up and I would probably let you. Assuming you're chill, which I assume you are. I don't think anybody not chills listen to this. I got a message from somebody that was in some country. I, I can't even remember. Ukraine, maybe. That said that he was uh, a member of the Feeble Minds podcast. He was a church. You know, he was uh, a member. And that meant a lot to me. So that was very nice. So shout out to that dude. And shout out to all of you who listen to this. I see some countries on these sometimes. I'm like, oh, like people in India. So thank you. Uh, thank you for caring. And thank you for listening to my little life here north of Boston. Ooh, it's a location. Can't say it. Well, that's sort of the gig, you know, like I was saying earlier, trying to uh, actually get noticed. Mm-hmm. What a thought. My Chemical Romance would have been doing shows right now. And I would have seen them three months ago had COVID not hit. Anyways, we won't focus on that too much. But I hope uh, you guys are having a fantastic end of the year. I hope it's some time to breathe, some time to think, some time to cope, some time to time for hope. There we go. See what, see what I'm doing there? But do something for you. Take some time to really think about uh, what we want to do, what we want to do next year. Let's be strategic. Let's have uh, one of those years where everybody comes together and just kills and smashes it and everything is perfect. I know it's never going to happen, but it is such a crazy year that next year could be an anomaly as well, right? It could be that uh, little pendulum swing. So shout out to Joey D. Shout out to Oscar. Shout out to Metal Thief. Shout out to JD. Shout out to Baby Mates. Am I forgetting anybody? I don't think so. Go listen to some Gary V. Go listen to Jump by Steve Harvey. Not the song Jump, Joe and Crisscross, but a little fantastic uh, presentation. A little It was a fantastic thing he did. Been listening to a lot of Steve Harvey, but Jump particularly is one that I highly, highly recommend. My voice sounds terrible. 
And I don't know why. I only talk for a living and then do podcasts all day. But I uh, apologize for that. I do. I hope all my friends in L.A. are still enjoying and basking in the, uh, the Dodgers World Series victory. The Celtics go live tonight. The NBA season is upon us. So good luck to you for whichever team you root for. And if you don't care, then that's cool too. If you're in India, I think I found out cricket is big, if I'm not mistaken. There's some weird sport there. Maybe it's not cricket exactly, but you know what I mean with the paddles. I think it is cricket. So I hope your favorite cricket team wins. If you're in the UK, I hope your favorite footy team wins. I will root for um, Manchester United. No, you let me know if I shouldn't or I should. You let me know, uh, but right now Manchester United is my stock team I'm going to take there. Roush Racing. Dale Earnhardt will go for NASCAR. You let me know. My favorite mandolin player is uh, J.D. Copperhead Williams. He doesn't actually call himself that, but I've been c calling him that. A little Snake Williams, a little Copperhead action going on there. That's all right. I'll piece that together. I don't even think I said it right. Um, anyways, but it's okay. Because we're here, we're together, and we did this podcast, and I look forward to being able to do this again because it is truly an honor. And every time I do this, I feel like uh, I have talked about something important, and that always feels good, right? So I thank you guys for caring and uh, even paying attention and finding me on these other podcasts and these other things that I'm doing, and I will be back out on open mics, and we're going to get this special out together because, again... We have the people that want to help with lighting. We have the people who want to help with video because everybody knows about it. So why are we paying companies money? Let's bring these people in and keep everything in-house. So uh, I do appreciate every single one of you. I hope everybody stays safe, stays happy. And uh, you know what? Looking forward, there ain't no looking back. You know what I mean?